And this is the first episode. You told me everything about your life. Yeah. Not everything, some of it. I think uh, if, you, if you're talking about uh, striving, I think the, the thing that's most important is that you have to have a goal. You have to have a goal, and I think you got to hold yourself to a higher standard because we are foreigners here. You know, and to be specific, because we're black foreigners here. You know, so I, I think that uh, that's probably one of the toughest things to do because, you know, when you got struggles every day, and it's very easy to just fall in a lump in the sun and say, well, this is happening to me because of this. This is happening to me because I'm a foreigner. Mm -hmm. This happened to me because I'm black. This happened to me because I don't speak good Japanese. Stuff like that. Or you can take it and say, okay, well, this is a challenge to me because I'm black. This is a challenge to me because I don't speak good Japanese. This is the thing. So that's the, the, the strategy I tend to take. Mm -hmm. I, I tend to look at it, and no matter how tough the problem is, I think, okay, so this is a challenge to me. Right. You know, it's, it's me against this challenge. Right. Where do, do, do you think you started to develop that philosophy? Because it had to start while you were young. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I, in school, like I said, I was, um, uh, I was always being compared to somebody. Because my mom graduated, you know, high school when she was sixteen, you know, and I went to the same high school. So, right. and it's just some of the same administrative people were there. So, you know, there was all these people that would say like, "Yeah, but your mom," you know. And stuff like that. And I never, that, that didn't intimidate me. You know, I, that was a source of pride. But I always thought like, man, you know, she's pretty smart. I mean, because, you know, I, you go home and your mom is smarter than you, you know. And so, uh, and so I spent a lot of time reading because in my house, we literally had, we must have had hundreds and hundreds of books. And I, and I stayed on the third floor. We had a pretty big house. I was on the third floor, we, and we, we were one of these places where I say pretty big house, so that makes it sound like we were, well, you know, we were financially sound. No, we had four families standing at that <laughs> big house. You know, it was me, our family, my cousins, my grandmother, and, you know, and then it, this guy who used to stay down in the basement who I never knew who he was, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, so my room was up on the top floor, and I would sit there. And at nighttime, because the, the, the lights, I would watch the airport. We can see planes going to the airport. I would sit there, and I would read books, and I would fantasize about what I was going to do when I got older. You know? What kind of books were you reading? I read everything. I, I, you know, I, I read uh, typical books that you know, teenagers would read or, or young kids would read them. But I, I, was, I was kind of an advanced reader, so I'd go down to my mom's thing, and I'll just pull out books I read. I mean, I read the autobiography of M Malcolm X, you know, stuff like that. And mm -hmm. I just read all of those things. And, and the more I read, the more I, I wanted to become a sponge to kind of soak up all of this. So mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. thing that I thought it did, I thought it gave me a very active imagination. So, mm -hmm. so even long before I went into the military and stuff like that, I, I was envisioning myself, you know, in other than this capacity of growing up in St. Louis and just, you know, going to take a job at the local factory or something like that. I, mm -hmm. I always thought that that wasn't my course, you know. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but I didn't have the confidence for that, you know. I, it, was, it was just one of those things. And, and, and when I went into the military, that's where the confidence started to develop because mm -hmm. I went into the military and the first thing that, that hit me going into the military was that I, I grew up in St. Louis and my area was predominantly black, you know, you know, everything, you know, we had a, a black newspaper and all this stuff. And, and I remember I went to Texas and it was my first exposure to Hispanics and, and this and, and knowing that, that, wow, okay, there are so many more different people, there's so many different right. languages and stuff right. like that. 
And so it took a while. I was sort of slow, but like I said, I think my personality at that time was more of a sponge. Mm -hmm. You know, I would kind of like just soak up stuff and I would sit off to the side. And I wouldn't say much because I was pretty shy, mm -hmm. you know. And as I progressed through the military, and the military forces you to have confidence, you know, because, you know, it's, it's a pretty regimented it's, way it's of life. It's over yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and they don't... You know, and, and, and I, I'm not, and, and you know, the military has the same problem that the community has, but it's not as focused because, you know, their, their job is to get everybody on the same page. They have to. You know, and yes. they, they don't play this like, well, you're white, you're black, and no, uh, no, no. Everybody gets on that same page. Yeah. Same page, yeah. Right. And I thought that was one of the best things about the military. I, mm -hmm. in, in a way, I thought the military was the best example of what people aspire America to be because mm -hmm. you brought all these people together from all these different states, all these different ethnic you know, backgrounds and different languages, but they all work toward a common goal. Well, see, there's one thing they've learned, too, is that you can't operate with people in a democracy. Yeah, no, no. Somebody that has to be in charge. It sounds yeah. good. Yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah, good. Yeah. It makes you feel Somebody good, has to be the leader. But someone has to lead. Someone yeah, has yeah. to do, yeah. you know, you have to put people in certain positions. Yeah. I think this country's done a great job in being yeah. able to do that. Yeah, yeah. Japan? Yep. Oh, anyway, yeah. we're getting that subject another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... So, so, so I, I think that's, I started to notice my capacity to lead in the military because as I, I, my rank got better and, and, and as we were measured against other people, like I said, I, I was a journalist. And so the only way to measure us was by uh, contests and competitions. Mm -hmm. And I started dominating the competition. Mm -hmm. I started winning, uh, I think uh, the last 11 years in the military, the base that I was at won best newspaper. You stayed a total of how many years? 20, 21 years. 21, 21 years. years. And yeah. you can retire after 20. After 20, yeah. Right. So I re retired a little bit after 20. But, but uh, it was so funny because in the military, people started to think, well, you know, he's a really lucky, you know, because he wins these contests. And it was bad for other bases morale because every year they look up and here's this guy winning. So I got transferred a lot because everybody like, oh, okay, well, you did it here, but could you do it here? And like I said, that's when my philosophy of, it's not, you know, I'm not disappointed. You know, of course, I'm disappointed they're moving from a place I like, mm -hmm. but now it's a challenge, okay, because now I have to start over with a new staff, you know, and do this all from scratch, and I didn't want to wait. Yeah. You know, so I didn't want to wait like, okay, well, give me two years to build this staff. I, no, I said I wanted to go from being the best here to immediately being the best there <laughs> and immediately being the best there, and I did that, and I think that's the trait that I but always love. But you had to have loved. team. You had to have people help you. Yeah, yeah. But 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 see, here's the thing that that I I learned okay. with teams. Okay, so teams are what you make them. Okay. You know, and I would go in, and you know, I would have you have these discontents of people who just wasn't happy. You know, first thing I did, I brought everybody and I sent them all down. I said, hey, we're gonna be the best newspaper. I said, now, nah, you can be a part of this team, you know, and and do something you ever did before. Or you can sit around and wallow. But if you're going to sit around and wallow, you're going to have to go somewhere else. Because I'm not going to have wallowing guys. And everybody's going to hold their weight, you know. And my theory is that most people will live up to a challenge. If you give them a challenge, if you tell them, say, hey, you're going to live up to a challenge, you're going to be a part of something good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, because nobody wants to sit around and say, well, you know, I want to be a loser. You know, <laughs> you know but, but a That's lot true. of people accept losing. They That's accept true. it because they just think that they can't win. You know, so if you go in there and it you say, the not, not, not only are we... We're going to win, but we're going to win because we're going to have we're going to outwork everybody. We're going to do this, and you're going to realize that uh, it's something that I always remember that uh, Michael Jordan said, and I always thought about that. And I always used that. I, you know, I always take stuff, these little 
you know, parcels of stuff that I hear from people. Michael Jordan was saying one time, uh, his practice habit, you know, and, and, and he was saying like, you know, you practice so hard in, in, in practice and stuff like that, and some of your, your uh, teammates complain because you pushed them too hard in practice. And he said, here's my thing. He says, I practice here. He says, and I play the game here. He said, most people practice here and they play the playing game. So he says, so I'm already here when these guys come out. And then when they bring it up a step, I can move up another step. And he says, and he says, and I know they can't get up there. They can't breathe that air. And I love that when he said they can't breathe that air up there, you know. <laughs> and I thought the same way. So I, everything I structured, I thought, okay, if I start from the perspective that I'm going to be the best and I'm going to make it so hard for them to breathe up there, you know, my job actually is much easier. So I did that. I did that in the in the military. I did that when I got out the military. I, I went to work for a newspaper, and the news and it was, newspaper was like fourth for this market. Mm -hmm. And I went in there and I sat down. And I told everybody, "No, we're going to be the number one in the market," you know. And I brought it up there, and I told them, "Once you get up there, you just got to maintain it. It's right. not the effort is to get there, right. but once you're there." It's just, you know, basically, yeah. It's, it's, so what do, you do to help keep, what do you do to help keep maintaining? Because well, don't people start to lack, slack no, off a little no, bit? No, I, I, I kind of, I, before it became a popular thing, I really love to empower people. You know, okay. so I would walk in, and there were people, I remember some of the bases of that, some of the people that I gave, you know, authority to, people would, would question me like, you know, why are you giving authority to me? Why are you doing this person? Why are you? And I, and I, and I thought, I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take this person who nobody's ever trusted, nobody's ever given credit, and I'm going to do the complete opposite. I'm going to walk into him and say, hey, I need you. I need you to step up. And I'm thinking the same thing like when I was younger, when, you know, I, I used to sit back on the sidelines hoping somebody would pick me. But then, right, yeah, I can honestly say there was only one occasion where it didn't work, you know, mm -hmm. and, and every, everywhere else it did. It always, people always stepped it up. You know, so mm -hmm. that's that's just a bit of my philosophy, and I'm you know I'm too old now to change it. So, so that's yeah. interesting. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you did the, So after going to the newspaper and setting mm -hmm. that up and stuff, then your next big venture after you got out of the service, would you? Well, no, I, I yeah. So I got a service, and then I took a, a job as a newspaper. newspaper. And then after that, I, and then I decided to try TV, and so I was at Okinawa. And um, that's when you had your daughters working with you. Yeah, my daughters were working that's with right, me. That's yeah. right. That's right. You have two yeah, well, daughters. Well, actually, actually, uh, my right. oldest daughter, Tia, worked with me at the newspaper. Right. Yeah, because I brought her in, and she was, you know, again, people say, well, you, you know, when you're mixing kids with the business. No, my kids wanted to follow me. How old me was she? My How old was she then? She was 18. 18, okay. 18, and I brought her in, and she was great. Okay. I mean, she she went at it. She she worked hard. You know, mm -hmm. I knew I can What'd trust her. Would you ever do it? Would you ever do it? She was she she did some of the accounting stuff, some of the you know administrative well, you stuff. You actually doing accounting stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how and many she, people did you have with you anyway? And that staff. Their staff, yeah, total. I, I would say the newspaper. We had about thirteen or fourteen people. Okay. Uh, at sales things and stuff like that, but we had uh, my daughter. Uh, Friends of hers, uh, 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 Wendy, who I still keep in touch with. Her friends on Facebook. came to help too. Well, they, no, they, they were just—they all became friends. Though, okay, okay. Oh, but okay. but I still t to this day I still t uh, stay in touch with okay. all most of the people that was at the newspaper, right, you know, right. and and so that was good. So then uh, the opportunity came up. Uh, most people didn't realize back then that, that the military just didn't really have cable TV. You know, they there's they were just there yeah. was nothing. There was the there's one nothing, military right. channel, right? So one of the requirements when you 
start a cable when you when you're in the city and you start a, a you you grant a cable franchise is that usually there's a requirement in the body fcc that you have a community channel it's a community channel so when you see all these pbs channels these community channels, you know uh, Glanville, Florida, you know, they have a community channel. That was a requirement by the FCC. You so the military had the same thing. Requirement for what? I don't understand. Okay. Well, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's part of this, you know, so this company come in and says, okay, we're bidding, we want to provide you with this TV content. All know? these, okay, all yeah, these TV Yeah, yeah you know, okay. the, the ABC, NBC, right, stuff like okay, that. Okay. But there's always a requirement by the FCC that, yeah, but you also have to create a community channel where the community leaders can come in and put on a little program. Okay, so, so, so like through that. this cable, you're saying all these channels, you might have, Let's just make it simple. Ten channels. Yeah. One of them, you're saying, has to be, has a, community. To be a, a community gotcha. channel. Gotcha. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. And so I took over the community channel. Okay. I called it ACTV 13. <laughs> and I produced original programs. Now, I had no experience producing original programs. All right. But I thought, and I didn't have any staff. But it was a military community full of volunteers. And I went out and I called volunteers in. And within four or five months we were producing programs we were producing live programs we were producing sports programs we went out and filmed sports games showed them live okay. on the air and so and, and it became popular it was the go-to channel there right, right. yeah now and how, so, was, how was it how was this finance okay the public TV, well what well, 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 it was financed it, no no it was financed by the company who well, it was a company called americable they had the contract for things so they designated funds. You had to designate funds for this community channel. Okay, wait. So, so they designated. And you had that access to yeah, that? Yeah, I had access to that fund. And then I created an advertising department that went out and we got... Oh, uh, you can do that as well? Yeah, you can do that on community channels. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Did they get any special kind of discount or anything? Well, we, yeah, we, we, we did. Get, we, we, can you we be did. non-profit and just... <laughs> yeah, well, well it, was, it was like, uh, you know, I think my biggest <laughs> customer at the time was uh, the Armed Forces uh, Exchange okay. Network, you know, right, right. a guy named, uh, named Bob, who, mm. who actually, you met him, you met him before. But anyway, so, so, so that kind of prepared me. And then, like I said, I ended up going to Tokyo and uh and so i took that experience with me because you have to all that was in okinawa yeah that was all, all in, this in, okinawa. in okinawa which is yeah. still in japan yeah, yeah yeah it's still japan but it's you know it's, and it's what made you yeah you know, what did make you want to come to tokyo after you were there well like i said I, a, I, 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 the, a conscious the, decision or you just happened to be on the plane visiting no it, yeah. it, it was a, it was a conscious decision because uh i had uh, I, I told you when i was a journalist that i wrote this article that that, and it kind of, you know, got a couple of, it got a general fired and some couple of things. So it was always, after that, it was always very tough for me. In that, and I had to send my daughters to, to the States. My families ended up going to the States because it was such a, oh, it was harassed. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay this, we, so everyone understands, is listening yeah. to this. There was a time while you were, was this after you got out? Yeah, after I got out the military. After you got out? Yeah, well, we and wrote, you wrote, is we that wrote when you wrote that article? Yeah, yeah. I, actually, got a I didn't write that uh, article. One of my reporters wrote it. I stood behind her. You stood behind her yeah, okay, because it was still an accurate story. Yeah, but I, I took the responsibility. Yeah. And and as a result of that article, a general was dismissed. Yeah, a general, and it was some dismissal on the basis. Yeah. Okay, but, some, but yeah. that but, and, but and, and that kind of put me on a fallout. So so the cable job actually they kind of saved me because I was pretty much unemployed. And the cable company came up to me. I think they actually admired the fact that I was I took on the base. And so they offered me that, and I and I took it at the time because I, again, I always wanted to get into TV, but never had. I, I worked around it because my job in the military was as a public affairs uh, person, which I worked directly with the TV stations and newspapers. So so I, I knew the essence of the business, but 
I didn't work into the business, you know, not on the TV side. So, so that's why I thought I can learn this. And then my idea was that I was going to go back to L.A. I was going to go to L.A. and... And go to Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, go to Hollywood and stuff like that. And do what? And be a Spike Lee. And, and be a Spike Lee. Be, okay. be a Spike Lee. Okay. Be better than Spike Lee. I, I wanted to outdo Spike Make Lee. Make your movie. And and like yeah. we we talked in the in the first in the run up program. Right, right, right. I went there and it was just so difficult. It was tell us no joke. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm from Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. And 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 what you know there is that. It's not that you're not good. It's just that you got so many got people, other people that are just, just as good. Like I said, I'm one of the ones who can call a spade a spade. You know, when I was in the military and I was competing <laughs> against papers, I could go and tell people like, oh, we're just, we're just better than them. We're superior. My right. organization is superior to these guys. Right. But when I went to L.A., man, so I went there and they were just the so planet. many talented people. I'd sit down and I would learn so much just talking to this guy who worked as a parking attendant, yeah. you know? Now I'm thinking, like, how the yeah. hell no, am I going to compete with these guys? So yeah. I remember that <laughs> uh, one occasion when I was in uh, Japan, because I, I used to always come back to Japan. I, I, I just, I love Japan. So even even when I had nothing to do in the States, I'd come back to Japan. Just, you know, a couple of days to sit around, visit old friends at bases okay. and things like that. Wait, wait, wait. So, wait, wait, so I'm getting a little confused. Mm-hmm. You were living in the States for a while? No, no, no. I was still living... In, 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 in Japan. But, in Japan, right. But, but I didn't really have a job or anything. So, so you go there to travel. Look, okay, yeah, I, I, so I went to, to LA. Get a job and yeah, because, because okay. I, I, I still had a visa. I still had a visa. My visa hadn't expired okay. in Japan yet. I still had two years of it. So I would go to the U.S. and then I'd come back to the U.S. And, and, you know, and, and meanwhile, just, your family's where? Yeah, in, in the U.S. They were in the U.S. Oh, you had in the U.S. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So, so uh, and, and, and my daughters, they were going to school and stuff. So, they, you know, they had their own lives. And so okay. I, I pretty much w- had that. So um, I remember during one of those trips here, I came up to Tokyo and I was just walking around Tokyo and I walked in Shinjuku and they had a movie premiere, a Hollywood movie premiere. You know, and, and I could see it because it was all the people that were waiting. And I didn't know who was coming, but, but I, I, I was interested. And so I just walked up to the table thinking that I was going to ask, like, hey, so what's going on here, you know? And, and the people just looked at me, and, and I guess they assumed I was media, and they said, do you have your press pass? Now, I had a press pass because remember I told them I was a journalist. I never right, got rid right, of that, right, you know? Right, okay. and, and so I showed them it, so they let me in. And it was, that was it. And okay. the next thing I know, I'm on a, I'm on a, a red carpet, and there's Bruce Willis coming by, you know, and, and he stops and I'm talking, and I'm thinking, like, I, I couldn't believe it was that easy to have access to a Hollywood star. Remember, you were by, wait, by you, were you by yourself at that time? I by myself. I by myself. I, I, I was, Lance, I was literally stunned that, A, I got in. See, listen, this, yeah. this is off the thing, but you have somebody looking over you. And something. You, you, something. Walk out, you walk down Harajuku, and who walks yeah. out, and do, yeah. who do you see? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Bruce Willis. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh. Who? <laughs> When I was walking Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Dave Chappelle. Dave and Chappelle. Dave Chappelle yeah. walks out and you guys yeah, yeah, have yeah, 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 yeah. No, we went together. to we went to have sober. We went to have sober together. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, yeah. All right, so anyway, yeah. so you see so you get to get in there with this you have your press pass. Yeah. Walk up there's a foreigner, which yeah. you do have advantages. If you yeah. look like you know what you're doing, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. And you're a foreigner. Yeah. And I you guess just the way just the way I inquired you just assumed it. Yeah. So I get into this I get into this and I thought about that because again, like I said, this is I've been to LA like several times, right. and I couldn't get into you know a donut shop, man. Right, right, right. <laughs> unless course, I was buying course, that donut, course, you know, course, yeah. you know. Yeah, because everybody's so, everybody's somebody so that, in LA. that stuck in the back of my mind. And then I thought, you know, after everything went down in Okinawa, 
you know, I thought, you know what, I have nothing to lose. I have nothing to lose. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up to, uh, to, to, um, you know, Tokyo. Now I lucked out because AP Associated Press, they, they immediately had an interest in me as a journalist because they said, hey, dude, you're like a, a high caliber journalist. We'll, we'll, we'll hire you. Trained by the military, yeah. right? Yeah. And, okay. and, and, but I told him, I says, I want to work in TV. And, and the guys would look at me like. You know, what experience do you have in TV? Now, I had to look cable channel thing, but, that, you know, that's not AP right. experience. <laughs> right, right. And I remember yeah. uh, there was a guy, Miles Edelstein, and Eric Talmadge. I think you remember Eric Talmadge. You met him back in the day. He was yeah. a journalist. Okay. He was a journalist. So he, Is he the one that went bowling with us? Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. passed it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so, yeah. So Eric Talmadge. You know, so, of course, he vouched for me. And he said, hey, look, the guy can do it. So we're yeah. right. And and uh, but I remember there was a Japanese guy there, and he was listening because he's asking me technical questions about TV stuff, you know, mm -hmm. and I am literally blowing him off like, oh yeah, 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 because I can tell he's trying to catch me, like, okay, yeah, this guy doesn't know the really terminology, yeah, yeah, right and things course. like that, and um, but he, they said, okay, you know, we're looking for a person probably in three weeks, you will get, so we'll 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 give you a shot in three weeks. So in three weeks, I went back and I literally just went to the internet and I taught myself everything, how to edit and all this stuff. Because in Okinawa, when I was there, I didn't edit. You yeah, know, the there was other, there was a guy who was okay. who knew knew that stuff, and I taught myself how to edit. I taught myself how to film and stuff like that. And and, and I had an advantage because I can write. So and in the TV business, writing is the hardest thing, writing scripts. Mm -hmm. So I went there and I nailed it. And, and not only I nailed it, but before long, I was putting out more stuff than, than everybody, especially with the entertainment stuff, right, because, right. you know, and, and the deal I cut with AP at the time, which again was kind of a ballsy move, was that I told him, I said, hey, I'll do this for you, you can pay me, but I want rights to this footage. And I remember the guy told me, he said, hey, we're AP, we're the biggest news organization in the world, we don't, we don't do that, you know? But you have nothing to lose. I, I said, ah, okay. You know, and I remember I got a call from New York, uh, and off the guy says, you, you're really serious about that? I said, yeah. I said, hey, you know, I, 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 can, I think I can go out and get you guys A, B, C, and D, because they were, they were getting killed by royalties at the time on that thing. I said, I think I can beat these guys, you know? And that's the way I talk. I don't, you know, I'm not one of these guys that everything is a competition with me, but mm -hmm. I do understand that people want to associate with winning. They, they want to associate with being the best. You know, and if you can go in there, you can look a person in the eye and say, hey, yeah, yeah, we can, can be the best or right. we can be awesome. Yeah, yeah, most people will give you a give shot. shot right. and, 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 and that was a great relationship. With, and, and it culminated when we did the Michael Jackson. That was the culmination of, of AP. Yep. How long were you with AP then? Uh, for about two years. Two years? Yeah, two years. Wow. Yeah. So you were part yeah. of their staff? I, I was part of their oh, contract. 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 Okay. I was an independent okay. contract as a right. staff. But, but it was, they treated me like staff. You mm -hmm. know, and I, I, I can use the office. So how did, that, like how did that end? How did it end? It, it, it ended when I, I started, I, I wanted to do my ACTV stuff. You know, I, I, I revised AC because you remember I had ACTV 13. Did I know you? I didn't know you then. No, you, we had just started to, we, I, think, I think I met you as I started doing the ACTV yeah, you stuff. Yeah, you were with AP. I, I, no, I, I, I finished stopped, the ACTV, finished yeah. Okay. Yeah, because then uh, I just, because uh, I was also doing some stuff for BET. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and the BET thing was just, you know, I would send them stuff like AP. I would send it to them. They use it. They wouldn't use it. But I had so much material that I started tinkering around with it, you know, 
And I remember I was, uh, I, I approached somebody about it. Uh, there was a distributor who said, hey, you should make a TV program of this. And I said, oh, because you got, you got all these celebrities, you got all this stuff. He says, I didn't even know there were black people in Japan. And, and, he, said, and I, he said, I said, well, what would I call it? And, and uh, I said, what would I call it? Like, you know, black life in Japan? And the guy goes, that's actually a great title. You know, and, and I was like, what? You know? That's right. And, and so I, I said, okay, you know, black life in Japan. Because, I, you know, it, just, it was just catchy enough in the thing. That's right. And what happened was that the next year, uh, I had done, you know, like maybe six or seven months of Black Life in Japan, and I went to uh, Las Vegas for a TV convention because all this time now, I, I sort of like a sponge. So I started doing more professional stuff. I started buying more professional equipment. Every time I can find a seminar or something that I can learn, I would do it. And Las Vegas had this thing called NAPTI, mm-hmm. uh, National Association of Professional TV Executives, right, whatever. Right. And so I would go there every year to, to absorb more information. So I went there, and I ended up uh, appearing on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, that's talking right. about black life in Japan, yeah, that's right. and it just blew up. Blew up. I mean, yeah. again, they didn't really have things that they called viral back then, but, I know, but that, that was, was as that viral was as viral can get, that's you know, right. because, it was just, I it was mean, all around the world, people were calling me and stuff like that, Even, and, and people were like, oh, I want to see this Black Life in Japan program. So, yeah. so that's how I earned my income, I was, was Black Life in Japan. I was producing those, and I was getting an income that's from right, it, right. and... Um, yeah, and then and then I started my life in Japan and I and success in Japan. Right, so success in Japan, so yeah. that was the thing. And I think like I, w- I was saying the other day with success in Japan. See, that took me to a different level because up until then, I was I was really yeah. happy to be working. And I was still, I was creative, you know. But the you business knew part, the business part, I didn't really yeah. get because I was I was having fun doing this because you got to remember I spent twenty one years in the military. That's, you know, and, 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 and it's it's. <laughs> It's socialism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it you is. You can't be a capitalist and be yeah, a military. You, you cannot. You can't and, be a capitalist. And no. I still had a little picture, so it's not like I was, you know, you know, destitute. Well, the thing is, stuff. the thing is, in the military, because both of us were in the air force, yeah. you have to, like you said, you have to fit in. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it's kind of like being Japanese. Yeah. If you are too shiny. And yeah. You stick out. They'll yeah. hit you back down. Yeah, exactly. Get you right. No, exactly. no. I'm sorry. A general. I don't care if he's from a wealthy family. Yeah. yeah. And he has four stars. Yeah, yeah. If he pulls up in a rolls. Yeah. Yeah. They will say, yeah, "What's yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, say, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, sir. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not good for the morale yeah, it, of the it other does, people. It doesn't. Yeah. Because yeah. they cannot do that. Yeah. Exactly. So he can pull up in his Lincoln. Yeah. yeah. That's about it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but he can use military. Cars, yeah. Yeah. With a driver. But you don't come in your Gulfstream and fly up in there and have it painted with your name on it, General such and such. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what that's the hard thing that some people have a hard time i find mm-hmm. and i think you did for a bit too mm-hmm. i didn't because i stayed in before i yeah, never yeah, yeah, and my yeah. whole thought was different but yeah. of getting out and realizing that the sky is the limit yeah yeah the mold that you fit into is the one you make and there was one thing that makes a difference. I, I remember um one of the, the research things i was reading it, it said that uh a, a, a huge majority of military members, retirees, guys who get out, die after five years. Five years, true. They Mortality died. rates very yeah, high. Yeah, it was very high. Yeah, and, and it was because I think because they couldn't break that mold. They couldn't, you know, well, like make that transition. Too. You know, part of it too. If you've spent twenty years in your mind, but what you didn't do, mm-hmm. 
letting someone tell you what to do. Everything. They told you everything. They do. They tell they you. Tell they everything. can. You yeah. can go in there with that. We used to call those people lifers. Yeah. yeah. If you go in and you've given your life to the military where you yeah. don't think of anything outside of yeah. that, yeah. their mortality rate is the one that's high. Yeah. Yeah. But the ones who were career-oriented and said, yeah. I'm going to give this service 20 years, like yeah. you did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it 20, maybe 21. Mm -hmm. But you were always doing something else. Yeah, see, and that oh, was the thing. Right. I always had so different jobs. Yeah, yeah. So, so your mortality rate so, couldn't be. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's difficult because your mind's always going, and you had purpose. Yeah. They get out, all of a sudden sit back, and their buddies are dying, and they just start to die. And, and, and Lance, I, I'm so I remember I, I went to meet one of my, my buddies. You know, he was actually, he was a superior to me. He was a couple ranks over. And I remember when I went to meet him, he looked like he was 100 years old. He lost everything. I actually almost gasped air when I met him, and I thought, what the hell happened, happened to, you? to you, you know? He and he was just, you know, he was, and he, he really, really missed the military. And I... And I almost wish that he could have went for 30 years or something because I think it would have benefited him more. Well, that's but, why, but, but that's exactly why the military is allowing you to do 39. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, the other, and other, the other thing that the military that? does now is they really do do a lot of work for transition. They because, do. They try to. Because, yeah. you know, it cuts it out because, you know, military had a high suicide rate mm -hmm, and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So, so anyway, so I took all of that. And, 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 and like I said, with my, with my new confidence that mm -hmm. I can do this, I can go in and take on these opportunities, you know, uh, once I did the AP thing and the BET thing, and then it led to the Michael Jackson thing, I mean, confidence was never a problem after that, you know, because then I thought, okay, I have shown at every level I've progressed in my life that I can hang. What, you you know? to, what you've yeah. shown is you. Yeah. yeah. Other and, people didn't have doubt in you. Yeah, yeah. It was you. You yeah, had to look in yeah, the mirror and say, yeah. Dad, you actually... You just got through spending how long with Michael? Yeah, 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 yeah. How many it, weeks? It, it was, it was eleven if, days. Yeah, and I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure you'd come home in the evening, looking, you look in the hotel room, and go, Yeah. Am I really with Michael? I, man, I could I not believe that. that. I could because when I was just that, that, the minute I was next yeah. to him, I'm thinking, I didn't, didn't even know how to tell this? people. I didn't know how to explain how that to people you? because you know it sounds such a absurd thing. Like, oh yeah, you're with Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, Nobody yeah. believes, and they don't yeah. want to believe you. Yeah, they yeah. have to keep on, and they still yeah. think, okay, that's a mannequin. You a cutout. Yeah, yeah, that's not yeah. really him. Yeah, but yeah. you're really with him. Yeah, you got a chance. And and, and, and so that, and then like I said, when I started these programs, and the one thing I like, I, I was saying the other day about success in Japan. See what that did for me is because I looked at these people who you were profiling on this program, and I thought, they're not so different from me. See, well, we, uh, up until then, I thought that these people were different, they were different, more be, special, right, right. and they, things like that. They have a little pocket and, of gold. And, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 and I thought, I mean, and I, I thought, I, I loved their stories, because each one had a different story, and, but the persistent fact that each story, they all strove for success, which made the title great, you know, success in Japan, but they all strove for that, right, right, right. and that was the thing. And, and they and the other thing that, that stood out for it was three or four of them that they wasn't afraid to talk about being rich, you know, or being yeah, well should, off, you, you know. And I thought, but and, that's and, and that was another thing that kind of that changed my mind. I said, oh, okay. I so had a good friend. It's not mine. bad to be. I had a yeah, good friend yeah. of mine. She said to me, her name is Joan Shepherd, mm -hmm. and I hope that she hears this somehow or another because yeah. she's she's. She was inspirational to me. Mm -hmm. She was married to a very famous Japanese singer here, Inca singer. Mm -hmm. yeah. singer. Joan Shepard said to me a long time ago, she mm -hmm. said, Lance, never apologize for being rich. Mm. Yeah. And it, it's kind of like, uh, what? Yeah. She said, yeah. never apologize yeah. for being rich. Yeah. Now, 
I've learned to say, I don't use the term rich. Mm. I say wealth. And the reason why I use wealth or energy, mm. because as an investment consultant, which I was in the military, mm -hmm. I learned real quick. The guy put a bunch of money in front of me and said, how many of you want that money? And I was in there, they went, no, no, okay, but, but that's all you can have is that. Yeah. Then we learn, uh, learn real quick, money's not what you want. You want what it can be exchanged yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. You don't want the dollar bill. You don't want yeah. the coins. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? You yeah. want good health care. Yeah. You want to be able to travel you this want lifestyle. Way. You, you want, want certain you want, clothing. Yeah, you want to be yeah, able to yeah, treat yeah, people yeah, a certain yeah. way. You, you want to be, nice if you want to get up today and do this, you want to be able to get up today and do this. You and know, that takes if energy. If you want to do this with your family, you want to do that with your family. Yeah. And see, to change that mindset, mm -hmm. whereas at the old days, it used to be barter. Yeah. I, mean, I grow corn and you yeah. raise pigs and yeah. we, you know, yeah, yeah, I give yeah. you corn, you give me a couple of pigs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, we just have that currency. And when you start thinking that way, mm -hmm. you start realizing ownership too is another thing that mm -hmm. I try to get out of. Mm -hmm. We've been taught to own things. Yeah. What that does is by, if that it, mindset it locks, will, yeah. locks it, it you locks down you, in a way yeah, yeah. and there's nothing you'll be yep. able to do. But yep. that's a conversation for another time yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But go on. So you, yeah. so, so you got the confidence because you realize that these people thrive for success and weren't afraid to say so. Exactly. And, and one, of the, one, of, one of the wonderful <laughs> things about my profession, the, the media profession, is that you're forced to meet all kind of people. You know, and so that's the good people, that's the bad people, but it's also the inspirational people. And I just found that the more I did it, and like I said, it started with success in Japan, but then I started looking around at, at other things. And I started seeking out, you know, inspirational people. I wasn't afraid to come up to and say, hey, here I, here I am. I remember um, uh, a, a really good thing. So I, I started, you know, I was like, okay, I'm gonna start my production business, which is when we kind of met. And, and, and so I said, well, I got to get an office. I got to do this. I got to blah, 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 blah. And I had to go down to Osaka because they had an opening. I think it was the opening of um, Universal Studios, Studios okay. in Osaka. Okay, that's right. And Arnold Schwarzenegger and Steven Spielberg was there. And I went down. as, as There I had AP credentials. So I think I went down as the AP guy and stuff like that. And I remember, you know, the, the way that typical works, you get an interview with them, sit down in the room, you can talk with them for five minutes, and then, pff, you know, you may can ask one question, two questions, personal questions, stuff like that, you know. And I remember it was Steven Spielberg was there. And I'm like, oh, Steven Spielberg, I'm talking to D. Steven Spielberg. And I don't know what the hell happened, but it came into my mind, like, he said, you know what, you should ask him about, you know, some advice on producing stuff, you know. Now, I knew that was against the rules. You know, you, you, you're not supposed to do right. it. Because yeah, for a reason, they, they got a limited time. They want to talk about whatever functions they're there. And they might give you one question on how you like Japan, stuff like that. And I looked at him, and out of the, it just came out of my mouth. And one of these things that I'm saying, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Do and, it. And, and it came <laughs> out. I think the question I want to ask was, so in Japan, what is it that fascinates you about Japan? And what came out was, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm doing my own production business here. What advice would you have for someone like me who really want to, you know, get to be somebody like you, you know? And I was surprised because, you know, and I could hear the, you know, people doing that. And, and I remember he stopped and says, oh, is the interview done? And I'm like, oh, I've screwed this one up, you know? Okay, yeah. And I, I, I said, yeah. And he took a sip of coffee. He says, he said, hey. He said, you know what? He says, this is what you do. He said, tell me a little bit what, you, what, what you're doing. And I told him, I says, well, I'm, I'm a... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get an office and stuff like that. And he got to look at me and says, so you can afford an office? I was like, well, 
he says, he says, let me tell you what I'm talking about. He says, you know, right now, he says, there's this technology where you can take video now, you can transfer it across and stuff like that. So he said, so, you know, one thing you might consider, he says, is that, you know, you get your guys and let them work from home, get a computer, and you guys can send all this stuff and you can edit stuff. He says, he says, you know, he said, he said, what, what do you need office for unless you're trying, who are you trying to press for the office? That's how you do yeah, it. That's yeah, how you live. Yeah, and, and I took, man, I mean, literally, Lance, I came out of that next day. I canceled the, the lease for the, the bill I was going in. And first day I started calling guys, I said, guys, we're going to start doing stuff from home and stuff like that. And, and to this day, I still do most of the Why business from home. Yeah. And, and this COVID has made everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's so, changed structures. There's going to be a lot of but it, it was just buildings. It's just one of those things where, like I said, I sometimes I get these little parcels and stuff. It was just that gut instinct to tell me, like, hey, why not ask one of the most successful producers in the world? Mm-hmm. Something like that. And, and you know, if to him, he probably it's, never remember it, but yeah, I remember it. You know, every you know, bit of it. And, and it was word. just, it was such a, 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 a monumental shift in the way I operated. And, 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 and I, I would say in the successful way I operated because it allowed me to do so much more. And I wasn't bogged down with the fact that, oh, I got to worry about paying this rent. I got to do this and all this kind of stuff. I, I could just concentrate on making a great project. So, so it was that that right after that is when Fox, you know, mm-hmm. you know came on t- to be, and and that was a, another significant breakthrough, you know. And what happened with the Fox thing was they what caught their attention was a thing I did with Will Smith, where because of Warner, uh, yeah, yeah, because of Warner uh, mm-hmm. came to me and said, hey, you know, you, you know, you, you say you might can do this and maybe do something with the military and stuff like that. So we set up a thing for I Am Legend. In which Will Smith went to Yakota, and it was a huge success. I mean, there were six thousand people that greeted him when they went out to, and it was interesting because when we were on the helicopter, they picked us up in a Blackhawk at uh, Hardy Barracks, which is anybody who knows that's a facility right in the middle of Tokyo. It's a military, small military facility, basically a helicopter pad, and they took us to Yakota. And Will Smith turns to me and say, "Hey, this is the first time I've been on a helicopter like this." Now, this is the guy, independent, you know, and I'm looking at him and I said, what? He said, well, you know, most of this stuff is CG, you know, and, and it was just so cool. And like I said, early in that day, he took me to breakfast and stuff like that. So, you know, it, it just, it seemed like, it, you know, everybody said like overnight, you become an overnight success. So it wasn't an overnight success, but I think it, it was then after the Michael Jackson and that, that I thought, okay, I can hang with anybody now. I, I I'm, you know, I. My confidence level is at the point that, that you know, the last thing I'm gonna worry about is what I can do it, you That's know? Right. That's you right. know? And so, so then I set my sights high. When I was at Fox, I always set my sight pretty high to do mm-hmm. you know, great stuff in it. And I, you know, I, my, my crowning achievement, I think, at Fox is that I produced over 300 episodes of my program, Backstage Pass. That's you right. know, and in fact, right. we had you a gala prison, and you were the MC. Yeah. Sure yeah. And, and so yeah, now, now I'm, I'm at the, point where I just do and produce the type of shows that I want to do you know mm-hmm. so I, I don't I don't you know a network doesn't come to me and says well we want you to do this I I go to a network said this is what I'm gonna do right. yeah but you have a great big hit with this defending Japan yeah defending that Japan that was no nine you, 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 you know what's amazing about Defending Japan? You know, so I worked at Fox, and right? Who, who, wait, who came up with that idea anyway to do Defending well, Japan? Well, well, it was the thing. When yeah. I was at Fox, I thought, because Fox, it was Fox and National Geographic. 
Right. So then. So we almost did a show. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. What, what's, what are we going to do there? I forgot. But we, uh, we talked about we, we, it. We, yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah, had yeah, some issues yeah, going on. Yeah, so what, what happened was uh, I always wanted to do, because I spent 20 years in the military and I was a public relations guy in the military. Now, the problem with that is that we never got positive news. We always said, you know, somebody raped somebody. It was an accident, some plane crash and stuff like that. And it used to just, just get to me that nobody could see all the good stuff the U.S. military, all the sacrifices the family stuff made. So I pictured when I was at Fox, you would have thought Fox would jump on this show and say, oh, great, you know. And I remember, I, it wasn't called Defending Japan. It was called... Uh, uh, the Guardians, and I, 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 yeah, and I went to the Fox people, and they looked at it. You go, yeah, uh, you know what? You know, we're not really interested in you know what the military community is doing and stuff. I said, yeah, but you know, we we can go on planes and stuff like that. And guy looked at me like, hey, you know, if you ain't got Beyonce on that, I don't want to hear you. You know, <laughs> you know. So that was the end of that. And and um, this is one of the top executives. At, at yeah, and then and then uh, actually. Uh, Bill Ireton, who was running uh, Warner at the time, he his, his, his sister was also uh, in charge of the History Channel. His sister? Yeah, his sister uh, was in charge of the, the History Channel. And so he had suggested, hey, maybe you guys should talk because, you know, he knew I did the military stuff because of the Will Smith thing. And so I went and I, I talked with her and I said, hey, look, I, I really think that, you know, this would be great for you guys and stuff. And we, we got talks and talked like that, but it, it didn't go anywhere, you know. Okay. So it, it kind of died with that. And then Wait, does um, the name change? Or still the Guardians? No, it, it was still the Guardians. Okay. It was still the Guardians. You know, uh, but then what happened was um, John Flanagan, who I worked with, at, he worked at Fox Movie before, and who had been a sponsor of several programs I had produced. He took over as the History Channel, and he said, "Hey, remember that idea you had about the the military stuff?" He said, "Maybe we can do it here because he when he was there, they had a program that." That, that the History Channel had produced on the Japanese military. The Hokushinsha had produced a program. It, it was a excellent quality-wise program. Boring as hell. How long did it last? I, I, How many episodes? I, I don't know, but it, 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 looked, it looked, you know, technically it was like so many Japanese-produced programs. I mean, it was just, you know, some spectacular. The, the, the quality of it was good, but it just... Boring. It was boring. You couldn't keep your it, it was, no, it, it, it didn't. Okay. And so I looked at that, and so I went back and I wrote up a idea for thirteen episodes. I made a proposal to them, and in between the proposal, we kind of came up with the idea. We kind of jointly came up with the idea of calling it "Defending Japan," which it just sounded it so sounded so right. good, you know. Mm -hmm. And I remember uh, when they aired it, the ratings doubled the next available thing it was like it was just so dominant in the ratings and, and things like that so i remember seeing it when you when you um, gave the show in at the sano yeah yeah and yeah. i looked at it and i said you've arrived yeah when i saw yeah, that i said yeah dan has arrived yeah, because that, that was so well produced and everything it was just exciting the only thing i was one guy with namesake yeah you've had a little thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you the way it was shot yeah the access you had to the military, the people yeah. don't realize how difficult it is to get it is, that. It is, You it is. had access yeah. that, because I used to be vice president of the Navy League. Yeah, yeah. So I've been yeah. on more, more. Yeah, you more, did a lot of orientations, more, right? More, military more orientations. More going craft than most people have been yeah. thrown out to, to aircraft carriers. But yeah. the access you, you had and the way that you showed it, yeah. had to make everyone in the service feel very proud yeah, of being yeah, there. That's, yeah. that's, that's, yeah. that's 
equivalent to a recruiting movie without yeah. the background trying to, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. just showed yeah. stuff that people never get to see. It was, it was yeah. well done. Yeah, so that's... Oh, it is well done. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that was, you know, to me, that's, you know, it brought a full circle because, you know, everybody kind of conceded that, well, he's very good at this entertainment stuff. He's good at these... Hollywood gossip programs and, oh, you know, you yeah, right. and, and the reality programs are really good at that. But, but you know, you how, ca- how can he get on a serious level? So with that and with this other program called Biography, I kind of showed the full scale of stuff that I can get into. You know? I've never seen that. Biography is, is one where it's, a, it's the same thing as a documentary, but it's more serious. It's, it's on a one-subject person. So I did on Juco Cusino, uh I did it on Astronaut and stuff like that. I, I, I showed you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many have yeah. you done with that? Uh, six episodes. Six. Yeah. So you have nine of Defending Japan. Yeah. Six, six, six episodes. How many, do, how many are you um, supposed to do of Defending Japan? Thirteen? No, no. The season nine is the first for the season. So we're doing a second season. See, it's a little bit in the U.S. In the U.S. is thirteen episodes, but in Japan it, it it fluctuates between six, eight, nine, and twelve. You know, depending on for a how the network season. schedule. Yeah. For how the season. network schedule goes. Yeah. Okay. So. So now we're about to launch uh, season two. Of course, we, we have to get sponsorships and, and things like that, but it's, it's going to happen. Are you still responsible two. for the sponsorships too? Because it's your company. Well, 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 well right. yeah, yeah, because networks, right. networks have a hard time. You would think networks have an easier time, but they tend to... Uh, what happens is people, especially companies, realize very quickly that, okay, so it's not really the network who's producing it. You know? So, so they, they, they kind of look at the network guy and say, yeah, all I know is you, you just want money. But they look at the producers and say, okay, so this is the guy who actually can give me input into this program. So I've always been pretty good at that because I've always been pretty straight with people, you know. And uh, so, so that's the, the, the point that I'm at now. And, and now I'm, I'm, and the final step now is to start producing movies and, and like, like a drama series. So I just finished a script not too long ago for a, a three-part drama series called uh, Tokyo Undernight. It's a true story of a pretty notorious uh, nightclub that was uh, key in in Tokyo in the 50s and the 60s, you know. So that that's that's kind of uh, my my one of my goals. And then I'm working on a couple of movie projects, original uh, scripting, because I was always a writer. So I'm not intimidated by the idea of writing a script. And and so I, I'm I'm again I look at it as a challenge, you know, because people tell me, well, you know, you don't have a script, you know, you never had a Hollywood script and stuff like that, but you know, it's been pretty good, and I've been encouraged because I've been in talks with people at Netflix yeah. and so And so, you know, I think that's kind of a difference now because I would have never imagined me as the guy like people like Netflix or, 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 or NBC with, with contact and says, hey, we want to look at your thing. So, and what was it that you just came back from the States for Defending Japan? That's uh, D- Japan uh, Connects Hollywood. Uh, Japan connects. Yeah, Hollywood. It, well, it was it was called Japan no. cuts Hollywood, but now it's changed the name. But it was a major uh, uh, film festival. It was held in New York, and for the first time, they moved it to L.A. Okay. And so, I remember um, the guy who was the chairman of it is a vice president, one of the vice president Warner in the U.S. Now, what's the name of this event? This event happened every year and used to happen in New York. What's it called? Well, it's the Japan cuts film festival. So it's only for Japan. Well, yeah, Japan. the theme is sort of like Japan and America. Okay, so it's yeah, not so, a mixture so, of other countries. It, 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 was, it was just Japan, but it was okay. always a small kind of independent thing. In New York, it was almost one of these trendy, gotcha. you know, in vogue type things where just only a handful of people. But then when it moved to Hollywood, you know, it was Hollywood, so it blew up. Yeah. It was a much bigger festival, yeah. celebrities and stuff like that. Okay. So 
uh, I remember uh, when the, the guy contacted me, and I had met him before, but I, I, I couldn't remember where, you know. And so he's talking to me. So it becomes very obvious that I, I can't remember where I met him at. So he reminds me, he says, he says I met you with Tom Cruise. You know, it was you and the Tom Cruise, and you were on the plane with Tom Cruise, and you guys were talking, and I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, that was that. And it was, he was talking about a promotion we did for this movie uh, that Tom Cruise did called, in Japan, it was called Kill and Kill Again, uh, about sci-fi, sci but uh, we, we, Tom Cruise went through three cities, Fukushima, I mean, not Fukushima, um, Osaka, Osaka, Hokkaido, something. Well, it was three cities he okay, went to, okay. and there was only a handful of journalists that they picked to go, and I was one of the ones. Oh, so that's when and you so, were on the plane with him. Yeah, on the plane with him. Was this through Warner? This was through Warner. Okay. Yeah, and and we and Tom Cruise came back and we sat down and just talked, you know. And so he says, "Yeah," he says, "I was the guy that you know." Tom Cruise came back and said, "Hey, I want to talk to that guy," you know. So that was pretty cool, you know. And uh, but he said, he said, "Look," he said. Maybe you should consider coming into this festival, and I thought, uh, you know, it's, you know, whatever. And it was my partner, Goodney Goodnesson, who actually said we should do it. You know, we should do it because, it, you know, it's an expense to to pack up and go to L.A. And like I say, it's not just me. It's like you know, crew. a crew and stuff That's like right. that. And it's pretty expensive. And it's L.A. You know, right. Right. I was still a little bit intimidated by L.A. based on my experience back in the day, right? You know? But you came in completely but, but, different. But, 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 yeah, yeah, but it, it was. It was so different. And, and when they asked that we should, we should submit, uh, you know, defending Japan, you know, and the guys, and they were straight up and said, hey, look, you know, we, we're not, we can't guarantee something to win. But he, he said, I watched it. I was here in Japan. I watched that show. That's one of the best, you know, shows, shows I've seen, seen, you know, period. Right. He says, right. in any country, you know? And we went there, and um, it was it was an amazing experience. I I, I got to be honest. It was, I, I was just and what made it more amazing for me is you know for many years my family uh, back home my brothers my sister and all of them they they know I'm in the, the media business stuff like that. But you know I'm in Japan. You know they've never physically seen me much in the news. There was a time when I was in the. Uh, Air Force, and I was stationed at Scott Air Force Base, which is outside St. Louis, my home, and I worked on a local, local newspaper there, and I, it was such a great source of pride for my mom and them that, damn, the journalists, you know, but, you know, Hollywood is Hollywood, so my family surprised me because first my brothers, you know, said, hey, we're going to come up and come to the premiere, because it was a Hollywood premiere, and I'm like, why? They said, well, because, you know, we've never ever seen you in your capacity and stuff like that, you know. And then I didn't know, but my daughters were behind the scene because my daughters just called me and says, "Hey, Dad, we'd like to come." And I'm thinking like, "Oh, now, now, now there's pressure, you know, because I got family." And they organized, and you know, so I had like 20 something members of my family. It's like a family reunion. And and I am telling you, and man, they came decked. They were all I, in they were, you know what? Clothing, they look good. Lance, and they we were good. having we were having all kinds of technical problems there. We had. I heard that and your brother set that up. Bingo. My brother and yeah, uh, a guy, Richard Colombo here, Damon Smith, my brother, who's a TV producer. Mm -hmm. I, I always call him the real TV producer because he actually went to college for this, right? And and uh, and I was I was a nervous wreck because I'm thinking I okay. finally got my light on the and. And we were literally three hours before the premiere opened, and we still had the, the, the screening, and it looked like one of those old 
Chinese uh, Kung Fu flick, but, but yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah. and I was sitting there, it wasn't matching, and, okay. and we had got to the point where we said, well, maybe we just show it, and we'll have the general, who was one of the features there, who actually oh. came, a three-star right. general, that's right, that's and we just have him speak, because he was a dynamic speaker, and my brother looked at me, and he goes, no, that, that's not going to happen, you know, so he got together, and, those, and him and Richard, they talked, and, and, and it, it seemed like only 20 minutes, and he looked up there, and he had it fixed. And I, I, you know, he's my, 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 one of my youngest brothers, but I was so proud of him. And he was so proud of me. It was just, you know, it was like yeah, a right. mutual thing, you know, nice. you know. Nice. And when my family was there and we walked out and we walked out on the stage to, to receive the honor and I can look out there and I saw honor, my family member. I saw many members, you know, there were 20 members from Tokyo American Club. I was going to say, you 20 had something people, you from, had they, they from came. Tokyo that came. They came. And the thing is, see, I looked at that and I thought, Maybe I, I started to come. I, yeah, I wish and you would have been there. I, I wish said, you would have been I there. Said, I'm thinking, maybe yeah, I should have yeah, yeah. said, no, I mean, yeah. I, I think because that. you're from L.A. I think it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal for you. No, it's not a big deal. It's just yeah. the thing is, I'm thinking... That's not my path. Yeah, I'm not in yeah. entertainment. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're yeah. close, but, you know, yeah. that's your family. And yeah, you're going to do yeah. your thing. I didn't know who was going to be there. Yeah. But when I saw uh, Kings, what's his last name? Kingsley. Kingsley. When yeah. I saw him there, I said, now nah, maybe I should have bought my yeah. boys. And we could have yeah. rocked it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And supported. But I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but, but you're coming in 2021. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm getting him on record. He's coming in 2021. We're taking all the boys. We're going there. And we're going to see L.A. Land style, right. Land yeah, style. yeah, yeah. Lance Lee style, you know, you. We, we're rolling up in there. So what was the award that you won? Uh, we won the best documentary for the, the finish. Yeah, top documentary. We, t- we won the top award. How many? Uh, uh, by how many other documentaries were there? Well, it, you know, it, there was a bunch of them. They don't yeah. they don't give you the number, but it was a oh, it's a pretty it, it was a lot. You know, it was more than ten. Yeah, yeah. And and the thing and the thing was that not not only did we win the best documentary, we were one of only two of the screenings, and they had like a. 18, 19 screenings, they sold out. Mm. We sold out. And I mean, we sold out a couple of times because they moved us two or three times to so bigger many theaters. How many times did it show? No, it only showed once. But, but, but the thing is, is that we sold out so quickly in a smaller theater because, you know, it's a documentary, you know. And then they said, hey, we're going to move it to a bigger one. So, we, so I'm a little apprehensive because I said, hey, I like Wait, the small one. they one time already? No, 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 no. Oh, they were no, it was advanced them. tickets. Advanced tickets, Advanced right? tickets, so they yeah. sold out. So yeah. they had to move so to we another sold out because, bigger theater. Yeah, yeah, bigger. yeah. Because, because I was thinking like, no, I, I want to have the sold out thing. You know, I don't care if it's 40 like people, you, right you know. Right. Yeah, and it was more. It was like 100 some people. But the fact that we had brought so many and I had family members. And then there was just, you know, it was just bust of It was people nice. that... That I knew years ago in the military and stuff like that. I was just surprised at how mm-hmm. Facebook people were reading on Facebook about this thing, and they said, "Hey, you know what? I, I remember a couple of Keith Jones. Remember the, the championship? Yeah, yeah. They 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 saw it on Facebook. They were in Colorado. He came. They yeah, they flew up. Him and Arthur, they flew up. But how's he doing? That's He's doing thing. great. He's doing great. He's doing stuff. But it was all these kind of people, Desiree. You know, it was all these people well, I knew. I've seen. I yeah, that, that I knew from all these right. different places, Okinawa stuff. People just came. Lance, it, I was I was so touched. I I actually I was moved one day to tears because I was looking at these people. There was uh, a couple, Charlie and Gloria. Uh, they gave my daughter her first part-time job in Okinawa. When I was in Okinawa, I told you I had problems yeah, right. with the, the military. They were, they were one of the few people who stood behind me and supported me. And when I saw uh, Charlie and Gloria, they came from um, uh, they came from Latin America. I, I forget the, the name of the country. Okay. Costa, Rica. Costa Rica. They came from Costa Rica. 
all the way to come to the thing. People came from Germany That's to come so from this. Yeah. They came from all. This. They came from Florida. They came from all this stuff just to see yeah. our program. Wow. You know, and so that uh, I remember Goodney and I uh, up on the stage and we were looking out and we kind of you know you know as everybody's clapping and stuff. We kind of just you know kind of. Pick back to each other, and we say, "Can you believe this?" You know, we it was just like, second yeah, time though, right? yeah, yeah. Goodney had been in L.A. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did and he win anything? I, I, I don't think so. He, okay. no, he, had, he hadn't been in that festival, but okay. he had, he had lived in L.A. for three okay, years okay, and worked okay. there, and did some movies there. But yeah, and and so that was just such a huge springboard now because you know, again, there is no higher level than Hollywood. You know, in our that's industry, just, that's, that's it. You know, so so now. You know, uh, my mantle is a little bit different. So now I want to do meaningful stuff. I want to. I, I mean, I always that felt I did meaningful. meaningful. Yeah, I, but I, but what I want to do now is that I've decided that you know what I'm going to train a bunch of people. You know, I I got new and I had just had a new guy come in now, Sherlin. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, and I says and I I want to continue this legacy. You know, I I want to. So it continues I, I, past. Yeah, I I want to do it. My daughter's my 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 grandson who's a, a rapper. I, he brought I brought him out there and he just you know so I, it's just uh, it's a wonderful thing and I feel blessed I feel that I've been lucky because I've run into the right people at the right time you, you know be. and and the one thing that sort of uh, I would tell everybody is that it's great when you have a group of positive people around you see here in, in Japan we're very lucky you know because we, we, got, we got a bunch of, you know, we, we have our inner circle, of course, but then we have our outer circle of people who respect what we're doing and who we can draw from, you know? And there's no, like, hey, what have you done for me lately or things like that. It's just an acknowledgement that, yeah, you know, something. yeah, we're, 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 we're making it happen. So, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, again, I'm grateful that you're talking to me on, on, on this. I, I feel honored that you have asked me. Um, you know, we can talk forever. Yeah. So, I mean, on that note, I was gonna, th I was thinking the same thing. I'm just hoping when I look at the, um, the video portion, it doesn't really matter because mm. it's a podcast. Yeah. yeah. So if the video comes out the way it comes yeah, out, yeah. doesn't yeah. with this podcast is gonna go. But I want to yeah. thank you, Dan, for taking the time, and we're gonna do this again because we have other topics that we can talk yeah. about, yeah. and um, you're always gonna be a part of my success in yeah. Japan. There's no yeah. doubt about it. And with that, if you guys have any comments, anything you want to know about, please make sure that you write it down. I'm, I don't know how we're going to go about doing it, but I know that they set it up mm -hmm. so you can write stuff. I'm excited. Uh, success, in Japan. success in so, Japan. I, now, this is so ironic for me because we, I helped you, I helped you film when you made Success in Japan. And, so, and that was my, I, I, I can tell everybody now, my goal was always to be on Success in Japan, and now, and now I'm on Success now in Japan.